Welcome to the Destiny Awakening Interviews, a podcast with Andrew Wayfinder and his guests, bringing you powerful insights, inspiration, and ways to break free, live life your way, and make a difference in our changing and challenging world. So hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of the Destiny Awakening Interviews. I'm Andrew Wayfinder Runyevich, and I'm joined today by Jay Israel Green, leadership speaker, teacher, and John Maxwell certified coach. A very warm welcome to you, Israel. And where are you hanging out tonight? Thank you. I am actually based out of Chicago, just here waiting for the spring to come. Okay. So how many degrees below zero is it, or are you above zero now? Actually, this has been a great week. Um, I think today we've got about 45 degrees, so we're doing pretty good. Positively balmy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's get into your, your story. So Jay Israel Green is the founder and CEO of the Green Consulting Group at IsraelGreenWithAnE.com. With 20 plus years leadership experience spanning startups to Fortune 500 companies, Israel is ranked one of the top 10 trending diversity, equity, and inclusion experts by All American Entertainment, and he's presented his VET diversity framework to leadership conferences across the U.S., as well as to companies such as Whirlpool, Northwest Mutual, the Chicago Public Schools, and many more. In addition to his work on leadership development and diversity, equity, and inclusion strategy for tech and other industries, Israel has also founded and is the artistic director of the award-winning theater company Green Tree Productions. He consults with the Envisioning Equity and World Without Suicide organizations and is writing a book called Forgotten Sons, 40 Steps to Success. And somewhere in there, he sleeps. Um, So thank you, Israel, for your time today. And our topic today is diversity, equity, and inclusion. How do I do this thing? And Israel is going to unpack that topic in six questions. So your time starts now. The first question is, who is your ideal client? And what is the transformation this work helps them achieve? Yeah, so my my ideal client, my audience, I would say, are organizations that are and or leaders that are attempting to transform their company culture. And we help them do so through diversity, equity, and inclusion strategy and or intervention, depending on where they are in their journey and leadership development. Um, From a coaching perspective, we deal a great deal with emerging leaders those leaders that are trying to make the transition from peer to boss um, and struggling to really kind of get their point across and just be an effective leader um, coming from that peer group. So question number two, that's a perfect segue. So, so what's the biggest challenge they're facing as they make that, that jump? Um, ooh, I, I think for me, the, the biggest challenge that I'm finding specific to the diversity, equity, and inclusion component is confusion in a word. And I know that's pretty nebulous, but I'll try to boil it down a little bit more. But wanting to do something and confused about where to begin, how to start those difficult conversations, um, not knowing what to say, how to say it. Um, so they just don't know how to navigate through that piece of it. The other piece, I think, is confusion around what anti-racism actually is as it relates to in the business sector. And they oftentimes will say, you know what, we don't want to make a political statement. So they look at DEI as a political statement, which it isn't. 
the third thing is getting the executive commitment and the sponsorship buy-in for a program and a strategy, and then understanding the many benefits that come from diversity, equity, and inclusion work in their company. I think those are the, really the, the big pieces of the confusion component. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, actually, I think that ties in nicely with number three. So what's your number one insight you would share to help them right now? And I think in particular, what, what's jumping out at me is what are the benefits of you know, adopting these strategies and, and, and this mindset? Andrew, I think you're spot on. Um, taking the time to understand what a DEI program can do for your organization ranging from innovation to increasing talent pool, the commitment to the organization from your employees, overall performance and everything that starts with being courageous enough to begin that conversation. Um, If you don't know how and what to say, um, and people are just terrified, I may offend someone or what if I say the wrong things, hire a facilitator um, to come in and help you navigate that, that through that piece of it because what I found is oftentimes the most important things are often those things that are not said, as opposed to the things that are said. Okay. And that actually reminds me, um, uh, Rory Sutherland's a kind of, he's a, he's a madman here, you know, advertising guy, Ogilvy Sutherland, but he's really into, into psychology. And he made comment recently that if you want to increase diversity in an organization, one of the simplest ways to do it is to interview and hire people in groups. Because when you do it one-to-one, you tend to hire people who look and sound like you. <laughs> yep, 100%. I mean, and that's the antithesis of innovation. Um, you know, we surround ourselves with people that walk like, talk like, sound like us. And what we end up is a company of yes people that what I call the, bobby, the bobbing head syndrome. And they're just, yep, yep, yep. And you're not challenging the thought process. You're not understanding what your audience that you're selling to. So all of a sudden you've got a a floor that looks exactly like you. So question number four, what concept, book, program, talk, or experience has been most impactful in in your development? Um, For me, I think two that come to mind. One is implementing framework and systems. Um, So earlier you mentioned the VET framework or the VET framework. I'm all about implementing systems and it possibly comes from my Lean Six Sigma background, but I believe in, if you can put in a system in place, it doesn't guarantee success, but it does increase the likelihood of being successful. So that's one thing. The other two pieces, I think that have really had a huge influence on me because every time I facilitate these workshops in organizations, I make additional discoveries about myself. And those are, um, everyone communicates, few connect, and the five levels of leadership, both of which are John Maxwell programs. And we take these into companies and it's a great starting point for organizations to be able to connect with their people and move them and increase their influence with those individuals. Okay, great. So question number five, uh, this would tie into that. What free resource would you like to share with the audience that will help them, you know, get access to some of these ideas and some of these systems? Yeah, I, I, for me, I think everything begins with a conversation and understanding where people are. And the biggest resource that I love to share is a, a three-step guide to kick off courageous conversations. And it's based, it's on my website. 
So if they go there, it's going to be a pop-up that um, comes in and it's going to ask for their email address, but it gives them some very tangible steps to be able to have those conversations with individuals that can spark some level of curiosity and hopefully kind of bridge that gap from where they are to where they're trying to get to. Okay, great. So the URL is israelgreen, with an E on the end, dot com. Go there and fill in the pop-up. Perfect. So the last question, what should I have asked you that I didn't? Possibly what my philosophy is about life um, or, or my why. Um, and I know you probably get that a lot, but for me, my philosophy is just, just be a good human. And I know it sounds very basic and elementary, but I, I believe that we have a responsibility, and I call it social leadership, that once we get to a point in life, we have an obligation to reach back and give a hand. And my work around leadership development, be it in the community, with the youth, or in organizations, every time I do something with it, I make additional discoveries about myself, and I feel obligated to be the voice for those that can't be heard. Um, and that's you know, a portion of my um, production company, is I love sharing these stories for those less served and whose voices aren't as loud as ours that may have an audience such as this. It's mm, a beautiful vision. Yeah, and I, I'm a firm believer that if, when you find your why, you'll find your way. Mm -hmm. And if you take the time to just dig and, and sit with yourself, and I think the pandemic is allowing people to do this because it's never been so quiet for individuals. Um, and it's allowing them to be able to find what their why is. And people are navigating their leaving companies and starting their own um, passion and purpose. And, and that's the beauty of this thing, you know, the silver lining, so to speak. Yeah. The, the, the great global rethink. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, that's, that's a great perfect. title, by the way. <laughs> so that's perfect, Israel. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Destiny Awakening interviews. If you have a friend who would benefit, please share. And subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a review. We really appreciate it. And remember, always use your power for good.